Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Cannot get enough of this story. It is 2023 and there is a strange date on the calendar. Well, not so strange. It is called Good Friday and every year we commemorate the death of Jesus. It is that story that never goes old. Nothing has changed. The details are still the same, but still there is a Good Friday every year. Good Friday was on God's, God's calendar from before the world began. From a long time ago, God had it planned that Jesus would be crucified to save the world from sin. But let me say something at this point. I'm looking at Ephesians 6 and verse 12. And I find it fascinating. Here's what it says. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Allow me to carry this verse with us as we continue in our discussion. That verse is directed towards the Christian community, but I'm borrowing it for purposes of this conversation. Jesus was facing the biggest and the most brutal drama in human history. The Son of God was going to be crucified in Jerusalem in what turned out to be the most bizarre and ridiculous trial and execution one could ever imagine. Where were the human rights advocates to stop this disgraceful, ill-conceived trial and execution? That is the human side. That is the flesh and blood side. The real drama was going on in the spirit realm with principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this age and spiritual hosts of wickedness in the high places. That's what the text says. Jesus was being crucified by humans. The people who had him arrested and hauled from one place to the next overnight were the high priests and the Pharisees, and Jesus knew them. They had always hated him, and now they were carrying out the, their diabolical scheme to get rid of this menace who called himself the Messiah. But keep your eyes on what the text says, my friend. Let me take you back to a long time ago. When Satan, through the serpent, convinced Eve to eat the forbidden fruit, it marked the beginning of the real struggle. Satan is not human, but he managed to get humans to do wrong, to sin against God. The whole earth, everything that God created, was plunged into an abyss of evil manifestation when man sinned. Plants died, animals became vicious, natural disasters began to occur. When God came and cursed the serpent, stroke Satan, God was standing on two platforms, my friend. God was talking in the natural, but he was also seeing into the spirit realm. But here is the real thing. Listen to what he said. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head. <coughs> and you will strike his heel. War was declared between humans and Satan. Satan, you will be totally and utterly defeated in the spirit realm where it matters most. So for centuries, this enmity played out on two levels. All kinds of evil occurred in the human realm, and it would seem that man is fighting against man. But in the background, the real fight was between Satan and his host of demons against God. It was brutal. 
death, sickness, destruction, hate, wars, you name it, and the devil was behind it all. Well, here comes Jesus on the scene, the one who was promised to do major damage to Satan, and from the beginning, the war intensified. On the human level, it was about Herod wanting to kill the baby Jesus that the wise men had told him about. But in the spirit realm, Satan was doing his best to destroy Jesus. So we come to the point where Satan unveiled his master plan. Here is Jesus in Jerusalem. So it is time to kill him. We know the human version by heart. Judas betrayed him. The rulers arrested him. Pilate tried him. The crowd called for him to be crucified. Pilate relented and ordered him to be crucified. The soldiers whipped him mercilessly, placed a crown of thorns on his head, spat in his face, brutally forced him to carry the heaven wooden cross up a hill. When they got to the top of the hill, they crucified him, piercing his hands and feet with huge nails and raising the cross with Jesus hanging from the cross like a common thief. What does the verse say? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Through the whole drama, Jesus hardly spoke. Jesus did or said nothing in his defense. Jesus could have called 10,000 angels to destroy the religious leaders, Pilate, the soldiers, the whole lot of them, and walk away from the whole thing. But he did not. Why? He had a mission to crush the serpent's head. <laughs> what was going on was his heel was being bruised by the devil. But listen to what went on in the spirit realm, my friend. In Colossians 2 verses 14 and 15, it says, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. This is the, this is the biggest piece now. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. <laughs> Jesus' real mission was to crush the devil's head. Jesus' mission was to defeat the devil for good and set sinners free. Jesus' mission was to redeem humans so we could once again have relationship with God. The fight was not in the physical, my friend, there on the hill. The fight was in the spirit realm, and in that territory, God cannot be defeated. The Bible says it clearly that Jesus, the seed of the woman, disarmed Satan and his vast army of demons, took back what Satan stole in the Garden of Eden, shaming Satan by defeating him once and for all. Jesus won the war, my friend, in the spirit realm, just like God had promised. He crushed the serpent's head. In a way, we can understand Jesus' last comment from the cross. In the flesh, he said, it is finished. In the spirit realm, the war was over. God had defeated Satan and Jesus is now Lord. Here is the declaration of the outcome of the war between the devil and Jesus. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. 
and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of hell and of death. It is done, my friend. And Jesus is honored by his father. Philippians 2, 9 to 11 says it so beautifully. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. 